The Grandmother Stories Seeking Light in Dark Times Hello, I'm Katherine Matheson. Writer, grandmother, crone, aspiring wise woman. I've walked this earth through six decades and even the fools among us can see the situation in this world that our children will inherit is dire. This podcast is for my grandchildren to share my deepest secrets, the lessons I've learned, and the brilliant pieces of incredible joy I've managed to find even in my darkest hours. I'm sending this out to all of you, dear grandchildren, because I know you have come into this life with a purpose, just like every single child on the planet today. It's easy to forget sometimes that your voice, your gifts, your insights, your presence in the world matters. The world needs your light because we are all seeking light in dark times. Episode 14. Trust is the name of the first stone. Dear grandchildren, the space in between the big things, that liminal glow around the flame of the candle, the line of the deepest indigo filled still with the last light of day as the twilight fades into the darkness of night the brilliant blue line between water and sky on a calm day when you watch a water-filled horizon and the colors mingle until you don't know where the water ends and the sky begins. These are the in-between places, the places where you are neither here nor there, the places of transition traveling from here to there. These are the moments when you have let go of the past, of the old, of what came before, but you have not yet grasped the new. You have not yet reached the next place. You have not yet stepped into what comes next. This place is where you feel the most discomfort, the most uncertainty. This is the place of floating, of possibilities, of learning how to trust for anyone who has leaped without looking into a situation without all the facts, moved to a new town without having a job, or agreed to something for no reason except that a deep inner knowing is pulling you, this episode will bring you some insights into the advantages of trusting the universe. Is it possible to be too trusting? How do you know the call to embrace change when it comes is calling you to the right place? Is there ever a moment when it is good to let go of the need to have every T crossed, every I dotted, when you are making the big decisions in your life? The thing is, without trust, you have no foundation. According to Francis X. Frey and Anne Morris, authors of a May 2020 Harvard Business Review article, called Begin With Trust, quote, Trust is the basis for almost everything we do. 
It's the foundation on which our laws and contracts are built. It's the reason we're willing to exchange our hard-earned paychecks for goods and services, to pledge our lives to another person in marriage, and to cast a ballot for someone who will represent our interests. End quote. How do you trust in your life, dear grandchildren? We know we can trust the sun to rise each day, and the moon to wax and wane, and the seasons to come and go. We trust our bodies to keep breathing while we sleep, and we trust the blood in our veins to nourish ourselves. As a human, living on a planet with billions of others, can we trust that we have a role to play in the well-being of humanity? Can we trust the universe enough to understand that all will be well, regardless of this illusion of control we have carefully constructed in our lives? Philosopher and author of The Way of Zen, written in 1957, Alan Watts equates learning to trust the universe with stepping into the flow of evolution. In a YouTube video describing his views called Just Trust the Universe, Alan Watts describes what happens when we give up the need for control. He says, quote, You may make a mistake. You may make a bad gamble. But in the long run, you're acting on a principle which has the backing of evolution. This is the way biological evolution goes on. Constant delegation of authority. End quote. Dear grandchildren, I believe that by trusting in the universe, trusting in your own heart, and following the path you feel in your bones to be the right path for you, you cannot help but find your way. In a world where there are two kinds of people, those who always make the secure choices, and those who leap more than they look, I admit it. I am a leaper. And I have made many mistakes, often fallen flat on my face, both figuratively and literally. And when there were mistakes, there was a strength that grew in the finding of solutions. And when there was a fall, well, even in pain, joy bloomed in getting up again. And somehow, most of the time, when I did leap, I found myself in a place where I most needed to be. Which brings me here. To the story that wants to be told in this episode. The story of you and of your connection with the ancient sacred place of ancestors. A place that has been spoken of in previous episodes in a storyline known as the Brilliant Land. To the stone song, which holds three great circles of standing stones, the giant gray stones of the outer circle, the tall blue stones of the middle circle, and the carven quartz stones of the inner circle. The stone song stands in your imagination on a beautiful hilltop surrounded by rolling plains of grasses and flowers. As you turn and stand with your back to the stones, 
you can see a river running through the valley that slopes broad and long before you. Beyond the valley, you know the river runs into the sea. Away to your left is the path to your village, and away to your right stands the wood chant, an ancient grove of giant oak and towering yew and gnarled hawthorn trees crowning a long sloping hill on that far horizon. The trees of the wood chant are outliers of the great forest that grows tall and deep beyond it, and stretching as far as the eye can see behind the stone song as you turn back to face the standing stones. As you revel in the clear sky overhead and the glow of the sun-warmed stones that seem to beckon and the feeling of resonant earth beneath your feet, you realize... There is a throng of ancestors all around you, and you know each of them once stood where you now stand. And then one ancestor in particular steps forward to stand beside you. She appears young, but her eyes show she is old beyond time. There is an owl upon her shoulder and a staff in her hands. She looks at you for a long time before she speaks. And even though she has not introduced herself, you somehow know she is here to guide you, and that she is the Kaliak, one of the keepers of sacred knowledge in this land. Each stone has a name, she says, gesturing to the stone song. And each is aligned on many levels with stars and planets and with other dimensions. These alignments are connected with all the points of necessity in and on the Great Mother, this planet you call Earth. The Kaliak leads you forward to stand just before the threshold. You must greet the stones with respect and ask permission to come into the circle, she instructs. You close your eyes, and then send a heartfelt request forward. You can feel it, the response, as a kind of warmth in your heart, and something shifts. You know you are welcome. You may step to the first position, says the Kaliak, indicating the place at the opening of the circle. you move to stand between two towering gray stones, thick slabs that reach at least a dozen feet or four meters above your head. Trust is the name of the first stone, says the Kaliak, indicating the stone to your left. The trust stone teaches us that the energy is real and that all you believe to be happening on many levels is in fact occurring. She motions for you to place your left hand upon the trust stone. When you touch it, you feel a surprising energy, a calm and gentle warmth 
transfer to your hand from the smooth surface of the stone. It is like you are connecting with something that holds limitless knowledge, like shelves and shelves full of ancient texts that are suddenly being made available to you. The Kaliak seems to approve. It is a good start, she says. If you listen well, it will speak to you. Perhaps it will even sing to you. Hold your position, and when you feel it is time, close your connection with the stone song. It will be enough for today. And then, even as her last words are spoken, the Kaliak disappears. As you are left alone with the trust stone, you close your eyes again. The pleasant feeling of warm connection is still flowing between you and the stone. And then you hear its voice in your mind as the song of the stone named Trust is revealed to you. This is the song of the stone named Trust. The spiral spins, the trust it grows. A vow once spoken, still it holds. We speak the light, we speak the dark. We weave the stars to hold the night. We can the well, we heal the lines. We guard the ways from earth to skies. We ride the fire, we breathe the wind. We carry the song of love that heals. The moon it cools, the sun it glows, the air it moves, and life it grows. We gather each and every thread. We follow each and every line. We find the strength. We hold the web through boundless years of long and deep, of deepest time. We ride the fire. We breathe the wind, we carry the song of love that heals. We can the well, we heal the lines, we guard the ways from earth to skies. We speak the light, we speak the dark, we weave the stars to hold the night. The spiral spins, the trust it grows, a vow once spoken, still it holds. The spiral spins, the trust it grows, a vow once spoken, still it holds. Dear grandchildren, you can trust yourself. 
You can trust the universe. There is magic in trust. There is beginning. There is building. There is the first step on any and every path you take. I wish you joy and peace, and I wish you the strength you will find as you learn the ways of trust in your own life. Thank you for listening to episode 14 of The Grandmother Stories. See you soon. This podcast is for my grandchildren. To share my deepest secrets, the lessons I've learned, and the brilliant pieces of incredible joy that I've managed to find, even in my darkest hours. I'm sending this out to all of you, dear grandchildren, because I know you have come into this life with a purpose, just like every single child on the planet today. It's easy to forget sometimes that your voice, your gifts, your insights, and your presence in the world matters. The world needs your light because we are all seeking light in dark times.